Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You know the old saying, time flies when you're playing fantasy football. I was going to say fun. It's not always fun, but it should be. And with week 17 already here, I got a special treat to wrap up the season. 17 players for week 17. I'll give some thoughts, recapping five players in depth. Then I got some quick thoughts on 12 players all on this episode, the 64th ever episode of the Breakout Football Podcast on the Believe Network, sponsored by Prize Picks. I'm your host, as always, Zach Cohen. It is a hard week to judge, so this episode will be a bit different than my normal format. Players are sitting out. We may not even know to the last second if they do so, so keep an eye on the injury report leading up to an hour and a half before the games. Before my thoughts on one player from each position, which I've already touched on this week for the 33rd team, some general strategies here. Almost every bench player can be dropped, unless you're playing in Week 18 for some psychotic reason. I don't know why. Of course, you'll have to be strategic with it. Only drop a player if you know your opponent can't or won't start them. Now I got some players you can start, followed by more quick advice on 12 players The first one, again, I've touched on these four players already at the33rdteam.com. If you do not check that out, I'm a little butthurt because I do work for them. You can follow me, of course, at Zach Cohen, F-B-Z-A-C-H-C-O-H-E-N-F-B on all social media. The first, unless Gardner Minshew starts again, Brock Purdy is the best quarterback to stream Purdy has 15 plus fantasy points in each of his last three games he's thrown two touchdowns in each game since week 13 he's pretty darn efficient luckily in week 17 the 49ers face the Raiders who have allowed the fourth most passing yards since week nine Vegas also just caught two interceptions in that span which is the lowest mark during that time I do think there's a chance Purdy gets pulled if the game goes awry but not something that should be too counted for in a great matchup like this. Purdy is streamable. Last week, I touted Tyler Algier as a top waiver pickup after he scored 22.6 fantasy points. This week, he scored 15.7 fantasy points without a score. He ran 17 plus times in each of those games, but he caught four of his five targets in week 16 for 43 yards, and Algier led Atlanta in all running situations. In week 17, oh boy, it's a good matchup again. The Falcons face the Commanders, who have allowed the third most yards rushing to running backs since week 9. My goodness, you can flex. Tyler Algier, the rookie. I got another rookie to talk about. Just talking about Mr. Irrelevant. Just talking about another rookie. 
Purdy, Algier, Jahan Dotson. Here's what I had to say on Monday about what you should do with Dotson in Week 17 and beyond via the 33rd team. I got a special fantasy football request for you. The first one has to do with people who are still trying to win their fantasy title this season. And the next has to do with people who are already thinking about next season because both have to do with the spectacular rookie wide receiver in Washington, Jahan Dotson. He has been my top waiver pickup the last two weeks in my weekly waiver column on the 33rdteam.com. And there is a reason... In each of the last three games, he has had 16-plus fantasy points. He scored a touchdown in each, but he's been getting enough usage to where he should be in your starting lineups, and if he is somehow still available, pick him up ASAP. Do whatever you need to do to get him on your team. As for those people who are already thinking about 2023, here's what you need to do. Go into your calendars at the beginning of August. Pick a random day there. Write down Draft Jahan Dotson. This kid is a stud. He is going to be so good, not just for the remainder of this season and not just for next season, but for years to come. Jahan Dotson, fantasy football stud. Get him in your lineups this season and get him in your lineups next season. Last piece of advice before I get into some quicker thoughts for week 17. I kind of felt bad that I really only was talking about four of these guys. So based off texts I've got, tweets I've got, comments I've got on TikTok and Instagram, These are some players I looked at pretty initially. The reason I'm being so quick about it is because I still want to get in a lot of different players for this week. Obviously, it's the Fantasy Championships. I haven't even touched on that yet. So I wanted to get as much advice as I could while not being too long for y'all. But before I do that, I got to talk about a tight end. Taysom Hill, not a rookie, of course, quite the opposite. He has 10-plus fantasy points in each of the last three games. He also has 16 carries over the last two games, and that includes a rushing touchdown in a cold Week 16 game against Cleveland. The Saints are second in rush play percentage over the last three games, just behind Baltimore. Yeah, he'll maybe stifled against Philadelphia's run defense next week, but few tight ends have the upside Hill does, and that's what you need to shoot for in the fantasy championship, ladies and gentlemen. Taysom Hill is the safest dart throw, kind of an oxymoron, among a position of dart throws in fantasy. You can roll with Taysom Hill in your starting lineups. Now some quick thoughts, but before we do that, you know what I really like this weekend? I like Tom Brady throwing a pick against Carolina. He has had two interceptions in multiple of his recent games. He actually is tied for the most interceptions in the last six games. Him and Derek Carr both with nine picks. I like that a lot against Carolina, who's been a surprisingly stingy defense. I like it a lot on prize picks as well. I will have more props to play if you follow me on Twitter or TikTok. You can have access to those pretty easily. Just gotta let me know. And as I struggle through a stuffed nose here, I can tell you with clarity that prize picks is the best place to take props on all games. You can do NFL, NBA, college basketball, hockey, all sports together. And whatever you do this weekend, I'm telling you, throw in the Tom Brady over a half interception. So yeah, you're saying Brady will take that pick. Don't have prize picks. Use my code ZCOHEN, Z-C-O-H-E-N, to sign up and deposit. They will match your deposit up to 100%. Well, actually, they will match it 100%, but you're getting that deposit up to $100, so $100 free dollars right there, prize picks code Z Cohen. Some quick thoughts, Gardner Minshew touched on him earlier, let's touch on him a little bit more. He is a starting streamable 
quarterback if he starts over Jalen Hurts. He has a great supporting cast. New Orleans has been pretty below average this season against quarterbacks in fantasy. Last two weeks, they were pretty solid, but they did play Desmond Ritter and Deshaun Watson in a cold, run-heavy game. I think Minshew's a better start over Tom Brady, Geno Smith, and Deshaun Watson. Smith and Watson, they're both playing defenses that have allowed the bottom five fantasy points to quarterbacks in the last two months. And Brady, honestly, based off his performance, and I talked about this in my waiver column on Monday at the 33rd team, Brady's droppable. And if you're not starting Smith or Watson... They're also droppable. Just got to make sure that the, your opponent is not going to start them. Remember, a lot of news, a lot of things could change to make it where you suddenly need a guy off waivers. So just be cautious with it. Either way, I still think you could stream Minshew, Bench Smith, Watson, and Brady. As for running backs, three ones to touch on real quick. Zonovan Knight, I think he is worthy of a flex play again because Mike White is back. And defenses, as hilarious as it is to say, need to respect White. Knight has just been playing a lot better with White. The stats back it up, too. I expect Knight to have some more wiggle room as well for all you uh, film junkies out there. Facing Seattle, they have allowed the third most fantasy points to running backs in the last two months. I think Knight's usage just makes him a lot more viable. I'd start him over both Colts running backs because he has a better matchup and more defined usage. So he's kind of safer and he just may be better. With Zach Moss and Deion Jackson, I'm not expecting too much. Jackson's probably a better start since he's the receiving back in that offense, but still they're both middling flex plays for me. Jackson has the upside. Moss, you're really just hoping he scores. Other than that, you'll settle for like what? Eight to 10 fantasy points. Not great. Not bad either. So Jackson, Moss, middling flex play, Zonovan Knight, much more worthy of a flex play. Richie James, of all people. Richie Rich is a sneaky high upside flex play in Week 17. The Giants face the Colts, who have only allowed the seventh fewest fancy points to wide receivers in the last seven weeks. But a silver lining is that in that time, Indy is tied for the fourth most receiving touchdowns allowed. And that's where James has really been making his bread and butter. Now, last week, he did have double-digit points without a score. But in the six weeks prior, it was inconsistent. Touchdown, 13-plus fantasy points. No touchdowns, 6-7 to fantasy points. He's a high-upside, low-floor flex play in Week 17. I'm not saying you should start him. I'm saying if you need the upside and you don't like any of your receivers, you think they're boring, James could be the guy, I guarantee you, he might be available too. And I would take James over KJ Osborne. I'm sorry to my colleague of the 33rd team. I've gotten a lot of questions about you, KJ, and I know you've had a hot month, but Green Bay has surprisingly clamped down on receivers the last month or so. Osborne's been a too, bit too inconsistent as well. I'd take James over Osborne. I wouldn't even have Osborne near my fantasy lineups. James, though, yeah, you can make a case for him. All right, got some tight ends to talk about and, of course, wrapping it up with kickers and defenses to stream. But before we do so, this will be the second to last episode of the season. Next week, I'll be doing a recap episode with some advice for next season. Players who busted and who could bust next season. Players who were studs and could be studs next season. So make sure that you're following the show or at least following me so you catch that. I can already tell who I'll be high on and who I'll be low on. Which, of course, will be ruined by the offseason. But look, I'm going to be chugging out content all offseason long. Just make sure you're following me at ZachCohenFB everywhere. And over at the 33rd team, spoiler alert, we're branching outside fantasy and betting. The NFL draft is coming up. I'll just leave it at that. So make sure you follow me 
whether I'm making this podcast during the offseason is up in the air at this point. So the follows over on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, or MySpace, I'm kidding, I don't have a MySpace, are much more valuable to me. All right, I got three tight ends to touch on real quick. Evan Engram, yeah, he's a top five tight end. He is a lock. He has been the tight end one over the last four weeks. Do not doubt him. Of course, you have to keep an eye on if the Jaguars decide to bench him or not play him at all. I'd be a little shocked if the news comes out early on this week. Noah Fant in Seattle. Sneaky start, too. But I only like him in your starting lineups if Tyler Lockett is not playing. He is currently questionable. The Seahawks, yeah. They have not had the best offense, but the Jets' defense seems like it could be good, right? Well, they have been pretty darn bad against tight ends lately. They succumbed to Evan Engram a couple weeks ago, and they just allowed touchdowns to Brock Wright and Dawson Knox in two of the last three games. Fant can be a sneaky start if Lockett's out or just not 100% at all. I'd start Fant over Dawson Knox if Lockett doesn't play, and Knox is playing Cincinnati, who have allowed the fourth fewest fantasy points to tight ends over the last two months. Knox has been too inconsistent. It might be a high-scoring game, but I think there are better options than Knox. And as always, fantasy football defenses and kickers to stream for Week 17. That full article is on the 33rdteam.com. You can find it connected to all my social media. Seriously, just, just Google it at this point. I do it every single week. Kickers, for Week 17, I like the kickers a lot better than the defenses, but there is a defense slash special teams unit, I think, could be the one this week. But for kickers, Riley Patterson, red-hot kicker to stream. More data and full analysis in the article on the 33rd team. Cameron Dicker has a good matchup too. Mason Crosby has the best possible matchup imaginable. He is not the best kicker individually, but against the Vikings, man, he could be darn good. Before I get to my defense slash special teams unit, I need to start this week. The only one I strongly recommend is them. Let's talk about three others. Dolphins, they got a good matchup. The Jets, they're a better defense. Really depends, as I say in the article, what the rest of your lineup looks like. I think I would lean the Dolphins, but honestly, I'm not too sure because there are some things that need to fall that way. Full article again, 33rd team. I'm done with the plugs. I promise. I promise. Jaguars defense, they're not a must-stream defense. This is me telling you not to to stream them. I, if anything, they're a last gasp fallback. If the above options aren't available to stream, the above options being the Dolphins, the Jets, and my number one defense to stream, they are available in 80% of leagues. They play the Colts. It's the Giants. Haven't been a great fantasy defense, but the Colts offense is garbage. They have Nick Foles starting. And with that, that'll do it for week 17, ladies and gentlemen, and everything in between. I am Zach Cohen of the 33rd team. Y'all know where to find me at this point. Make sure you're following, dropping reviews, yada, yada, yada. But make sure, if anything, just reach out. Let me know if you enjoyed the podcast this season. We will have another final episode next season that could help you in 2023 and maybe even beyond. A little spoiler there for you. Just let me know what you thought of the show so far. And, yep, that's all I got. Everyone have a safe and happy week 17. Good luck in your fantasy titles or avoiding that dog cage, that league punishment, whatever you don't want to be in. Peace out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V 
on YouTube.